Hi everyone, welcome back to the Primal Pioneer. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, classical homeopath, primal nutritionist, and primal movement coach. For the past decade, I've helped people heal and overcome both acute and chronic health struggles from leaky gut, gut autoimmunity and cancer, to soft tissue injuries, C. diff, brain injuries, and anxiety disorders using a 100% natural approach. As a former Division I athlete and trainer of professional athletes, I also help people recover from injuries and help them restore their bodies from the wear and tear that occurs as a result of such training. This podcast series is all about healing via sunlight. Like much of our culture, you may hold the belief that sunlight is bad and dangerous and even cancer causing. However, nothing could be further from the truth. And I learned this firsthand by using sunlight to help heal my TBI, my traumatic brain injury. And uh, as a result of that, came up with a protocol called the Sunlight RX, which I will talk about in detail throughout this series and basically the sunlight rx goes through my four-step protocol of how to use the sunlight to not only heal brain disorders but to also overcome and heal uh, hundreds and hundreds of our acute and chronic health struggles today so i hope you enjoy this series all about sunlight and really the take home that I want you to get here is sunlight just like a healthy diet and healthy movement practices need to be a core hub of our healing and healthcare protocols in order for us to have success long-term success with our health enjoy this series all about sunlight and the sunlight rx Hi everyone, welcome to the Sunlight RX series. Super, super stoked to share this information with you all as I have personally had some truly amazing health uh, results from using the sunlight as a core element to my healing process. And now it's just naturally weaved into each and every day uh, and is a huge part of my self-care healing process and has become just a core, core hub to my health and healing. And the main thing here is that sunlight is free to all of us. All we need to do is go outside. And throughout this series, I will teach you how to do so in a way that allows you to reap the benefits of sunlight in some really huge ways. So I thought this was a fitting initial episode to open the Sunlight RX series with, Do Sunburns Cause Cancer? As we've been taught, just I'm going to be blunt, some real nonsense (laughs) and false information when it comes to sunlight and how sunlight uh, impacts the body and our health. Many people today avoid sunlight, especially people with super light skin, Um, but all of us really have been trained to avoid sunlight, especially afternoon sunlight, because we've been told by dermatologists, doctors, nutritionists, really most healthcare professionals that sunlight's dangerous, that it's health disruptive, and that it's even cancer-causing. 
But we're going to start this first episode here by taking a look at the facts and also use some primal sense when it comes to sunlight and our health. And the following episodes are going to take you into a deep dive into the Sunlight RX, different sunlight frequencies. The next episode's all about red light and then the following UV light. And those are really, really amazing um, resources to help you learn more about, okay, what is really going on in sunlight? How are these light frequencies emitted by sunlight impacting me? Are they really dangerous? Because that's the only story we've been fed. Um, I'm going to help you take a look at the other side of the coin. And we're going to start here with sunburns. Do they cause cancer? So the first thing to note is that since the introduction of sunscreen in the 1970s, skin cancer rates have gone up 2 to 7% per year since then. So as we began to slather more of this stuff onto our skin, um, our skin cancer rates actually went up and not down as, you know, the skin... Uh, excuse me, the sunscreen industry was hoping for, or I'm sure they knew this all along, just like the cigarette industry. It's like, how can we, how can we make some dollars here? Oh, let's tell them they have to wear sunscreen to protect their skin. Yeah, it's been a really successful scam. But let's define skin cancer, right? Because not all skin cancers are deadly. Not all skin cancers metastasize. And therefore, not all skin cancers should be considered cancerous. Because the two most common forms of skin cancer, um, which... I would rather call skin maybe pigmentations because they're not actually cancerous. People don't die from them. And this is the basal cell and squamous cell cancers. You can't die from those. They're not technically a cancer. Cancer, um, there's there's a definition of cancer. Uh, has to metastasize or have the ability to metastasize. Um, you have to be able to die from it that, you know, there's, there's many things that we, that fall under the blanket term of cancer. Basal cell and squamous cell skin cancers are not technically cancers. However, you can die from malignant melanoma, another type of skin cancer, which probably should be, if we're going to be accurate here and technical, this should really be the only thing or referred to as a skin cancer, given that label. All quote-unquote skin cancers are blamed on sunlight and on sunburns. And people with any of these skin cancer diagnoses, basal, squamous cell, melanomas, they're told that sunlight damage is to blame. And so the patient hears this and they recall a few times they got sunburned and they're really quick to agree that their careless time in the sun sans sunscreen was why they got skin cancer. And then from that point on, they avoid the sun even more than they had prior to their diagnosis. And this is going to fuel their health in not such a great way, as you'll learn throughout this entire series, that not just plants need sunlight, humans need 
sunlight too in order to thrive and I really go into the to the bulk of this during the episode all about red light and the episode all about UV light you um I think your mind will be blown by learning the amazing benefits that those light frequencies provide us so if we really assess this picture more accurately we can see simply by using common sense that a sunlight deficiency not excess was a large contributing factor to um, these skin pigmentations and melanomas and really to accurately assess this I want you to think about how many hours per day you're inside under artificial light, right? LEDs, fluorescent lights, even windows block UV light and they block 40 to 50% of red light. So just by being indoors, you're getting artificial light exposure. You're not getting that same light spectrum that comes from sunlight. Okay, so think about that. How much time do you spend inside and just by being inside you're not under sunlight you're under artificial light now think about how many times per day you look at a screen okay your computer your tv your iphone think about how many times you do that and how many times that light hits your face this area that some of these cancers quote-unquote cancers show up in that dermatologists are now performing these outpatient surgeries for quote-unquote skin cancers that show up on the face it's such a lucrative business super lucrative right and they're blaming you they're telling you it's due to excessive sunlight exposure you are out in the sunlight without protection and now you're shamed, you're blamed, but it actually doesn't align with how much time you spend indoors, how much time out of your day you spend looking at a screen so that light is shining on your face, that artificial blue and green light in our screens, our computer, our TV, our iPhone. Think about that. And now compare that number to how many hours per day you're outside in sunlight. If you're anywhere around the average American, (laughs) things aren't adding up here. The average American literally spends 90% of their life indoors, which leaves a mere 7% of time to being outdoors. So... Just by looking at these numbers and doing just some simple calculations here with regard to what kind of light you're under for the bulk of your day, does it even make sense that sunlight causes cancer? It doesn't. It does not. But what does make sense is that artificial light hitting your skin is a huge culprit. The industry doesn't talk about artificial light at all. You go to your dermatologist and they're quick to say, oh, do you put on sunscreen? Uh, oh, well, not not all the time, not every day. You miss a few, well, you know, that's going to cause this, this skin pigmentation you have there. Um, now we're going to have to remove it because you didn't 
practice safe sunlight practices and so they blame you they convince you that this is the cause um no mention of of artificial light on the body and its biological effect on your body which is enormous so enormous that as part of this series i'm designating an entire episode to the negative health effects of artificial light the next point i want to bring up is malignant melanoma okay because this is going to tell you're going to start to connect the dots here with like oh but what about malignant melanoma and um the sun and and where's that correlation um because we've been told that malignant melanoma too much sun is going to cause that but what's the common denominator across the board in individuals with malignant melanoma there's a common denominator and that common denominator is a vitamin d deficiency and in the uv light episode you will if you don't already yet um know that you make vitamin d and uvb light So it makes no sense that the very thing that prevents malignant melanoma would actually cause it. But they've convinced us otherwise. In fact, um, (laughs) many with malignant melanoma actually lead uh, primarily indoor lives. They work a lot on the computer in the areas where they've got the melanoma uh, is is the most covered area and the least exposed to sunlight. So it's like on the thigh, it's on a certain part of the back that the bra covers or that the, the shirt's always on or part of the leg or the thigh that is typically covered even when they are out in sunlight. But once, uh, but what the, the scientific studies are showing us now and it's coming up stronger and stronger uh, is that there is not only a strong correlation to low vitamin D levels with malignant melanoma, but there is a high level of exposure to artificial blue light with malignant melanoma. So now, the whole part, this was like a preface to this question of this episode, do sunburns cause cancer, right? I haven't found any studies showing this. Now, let me backtrack here because you can look at a study and it'll say, yes, um, sunlight causes cancer. I should say I haven't found any studies done in nature on human beings living their life um, uh, according to the Sunlight Rx, which I don't want to do a total spoiler alert for you, but... The Sunlight Rx outlines, okay, I'm in sunlight in in this time of day in the morning. I'm in sunlight this time of day in in the early afternoon. I'm in sunlight this time of day, mid-afternoon. And then um, you're in these varying different frequencies of sunlight just by being in all these different spectrums. What the science isn't, isn't doing is actually observing people who are in all of the different spectrums of sunlight throughout the day and how their body actually responds. Um, so we really, really need to look at what kind of light are people in 
and uh, who get sunburns because most people who sun who burn easily have a sunlight deficiency deficiency they're rarely outside and when they go outside in sunlight they go outside in the afternoon or they don't spend enough time in morning sunlight to really prep their skin to be able to absorb um uh uvb light later in the day so they prevent a sunburn so and this is really interesting um and I'm not at all promoting sunburns. I'm not saying, hey, go out and get sunburns. And I'll, I'll say here why. It's not, it has nothing to do with cancer. But I'll say why I'm not a fan of, of this anyway. Uh, but I've actually seen several different studies. Um, most, of them have, most of them have been, I think, primarily European-based studies that actually show this opposite thing where people who get um, one or two bad sunburns a year actually have a higher longevity. Their, their longevity increases. Um, they were, some of these studies are pointing to the effect it has on the immune system because it helps to strengthen the immune system. It, it brings the immune system into this place where, uh, it has to fight, amp up itself to help clear the sunburn, right? And so, I've actually seen the opposite uh, effect, which we're not told. And I'm by no means promoting sunburns, but I'm sharing this with you because people who get sunburn, their immediate first reaction that we've been trained to get is, oh my gosh, I'm going to get some kind of skin cancer. And we have to unlearn that programming and relearn that if I get a sunburn, well, that basically means I didn't spend enough time in morning sunlight and or I'm I'm currently living too much of an indoor life and so my skin literally just isn't used to being in sunlight because I'm living, I've adopted this indoor modern lifestyle, right? So let's get to my concerns with sunburn because I'm not concerned with sunburn causing cancer, Okay. Sunlight plus sunburn does not equal cancer. But um, artificial light on your face and on your skin with a sunlight deficiency, sure, we, can, we have seen that that does equal cancer. But I'm not a proponent of, hey, just go out in afternoon light and get a sunburn because if your skin is sunburnt, then you're not absorbing, you're not able to absorb UVB light, which puts you at a risk of a vitamin D deficiency. And the whole goal, or one main goal with the Sunlight RX, is to increase your vitamin D levels so uh, that you're, you have healthy hormones, a healthy metabolism, you can digest your food properly and effectively and efficiently, and you have a strong, robust immune system. And I talk about all of this in the UV light episode. I would highly recommend you you take a listen to that because that'll further help you dismantle any negative beliefs and thoughts you have about sunlight being dangerous or cancer-causing, especially UV light. But um, if you're burnt, if your skin is literally sunburnt, then you can't make vitamin D. So that's, we know if your vitamin D is low, then that causes cancer. 
right? So if you're sunburnt, is the burn going to cause cancer? No, it is not going to cause cancer. But if you're sunburnt, you're not going to be able to absorb as much vitamin D. So your vitamin D is going to be lower. And we know that low vitamin D levels actually are a major red flag and predictor of many different types of cancer, not just malignant melanoma. Um, also, if you're sunburned, it's not because you have fair skinned and are freckled. It's because you have a sunlight deficiency. Maybe your hormones are a little bit imbalanced and you didn't spend enough time in morning sunlight to precondition your skin to absorb that light, which I go into great detail about in the next episode. Here's something that I want to share with you. And I'm going to share this literally in each episode here because I really want to help you dismantle this belief. If you're tuning into this series and you're like, yeah, but I have red hair and freckles or my kid or my sister or this person or that person has red hair and freckles. So this information doesn't actually uh, pertain to them. That is just totally false. That's another one of those beliefs we've been told, fair-skinned, freckled, sunburn, avoid sun. No, no, no. So interestingly, individuals who live at higher latitudes and, and who have been there for, you know, literally years and years and years, you know, hundreds, thousands of years, when we migrated off the continent of, of Africa, our species, and we started to go to these more... Uh, colder northerly climates um, the skin color started to change because we weren't in that strong UV light environment anymore like Africa is in a very strong UV light environment our skin color uh, took on this um, lighter pigmentation for many reasons, and one is because we literally had to stay um, warm. So in Africa, you know, we're not worried about staying warm there. So biologically speaking, the mitochondria, our cells, our biology, our physiology wasn't hardwired to, okay, how do I survive the cold? It was, how do I run away from this saber-toothed tiger or um, how do I run away from danger in order to survive and it also was how do I um, live in this in strong light environment without um, burning and by by having a darker skin pigmentation the darker your skin the least likely you are going to burn in afternoon sunlight anyway because you have um, a higher melanin count. Um, if you're fair-skinned and freckled, you can you have melanin also. It's called freckles. And those freckles are literally storehouses for UV light. That's why when summer comes around, and you're out in sunlight more, here come the freckles because that is your storage tank for UV light. When you don't utilize that storage tank, you 
don't get freckles, you have a UV light deficiency, and then you start to experience all the disorders and diseases and conditions related to a sunlight deficiency, autoimmunity, cancer, metabolic diseases, hormonal disorders, leaky gut, gut health issues. So we need to call upon, uh, we need to look at our, our physiology, our makeup, our genetics, and use that to our advantage. So if you're fair-skinned and freckled, You have freckles for a reason. That reason is to pack away more UV light. So when UV light goes away and you're living in a high latitude, like let's say you live in Ireland, that UV light goes away. You need some uh, UV light in surplus. You need a storage tank to call upon to help regulate your hormones, to help regulate your metabolism to help you have healthy digestion and to keep your gut microbiome diversified. That's a whole other topic about how sunlight actually is the main producer and influencer of your gut microbiome. I'm not even going to go there with you today, but I'm just going to mention that. So... If you're tuning into this series and you are fair-skinned, maybe you have red hair, freckles, or any aspect of that, I want you to know that this is very, very important for you too. It's important for everyone. We are all biologically hardwired to function optimally. When we're in sunlight, we just have to train our bodies how to be in sunlight and reap those benefits. And that's exactly what the Sunlight RX teaches you and what I'm going to teach you during this series. Last food for thought. We're not concerned when a burn patient, somebody who suffers from a burn, maybe they spilled really hot bacon grease on their arm. Do we say, oh my gosh, that person's going to get cancer because they're burned? That thought doesn't even go through our mind. And these people don't get cancer from being burned. They they don't that's not the the side of the side effect of a burn is not cancer, or the result of a burn is not cancer. Lastly, I'm gonna mention here there could be a possibility that you will have an increased cancer risk if you only go out in afternoon light and you don't prep your skin with morning light and afternoon uh, early afternoon light there could be a slight increased risk for cancer however in my experience this increased risk of cancer is not because you burn Your increased risk of cancer is because the burn is preventing you from absorbing vitamin D and that we know causes cancer when vitamin D levels are low. Following the Sunlight Rx helps you rewild yourself, your life, your body, your skin. It teaches you how to be in the sun like our ancient ancestors naturally did on a daily basis without skin cancer, mind you, and they were out there all day 
How often were they looking at their iPhone or on a screen or in front of a TV or under artificial light? The light bulb didn't even come in till the late 1800s. So they weren't. They weren't even around this. All of our skin issues started to arise when we swapped sunlight for artificial light and outdoor living for indoor living. The following episodes are going to teach you how to use the sun to benefit your health, to help you rewild your life. And this is all so you can start to reap the benefits and the healing properties that sunlight inherently contains. To learn more about the healing benefits of sunlight and other holistic self-healing modalities such as my metabolic reset course, leaky gut protocol, and homeopathic consultations, visit me online at heathershepherd.com. That's H-E-A-T-H-A-R-S-H-E-P-A-R-D.com. And don't forget to pick up your copy of the Sunlight RX ebook to learn my four step protocol on how to use the sun to overcome and prevent both acute and chronic health conditions, including traumatic brain injuries. Pick up your copy at heathershepherd.com, scroll down the homepage, and click on the Sunlight RX ebook for more info.